0: Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Common Threads. I'm your host, Matthew Peluso, and today we're doing something a bit special by having two guests on. One is a teacher, and the other a student. Lee Marsh has been on and off Savile Row since the 1990s, working for prestigious houses such as Henry Poole, Geeves and Hawks, and Huntsman. In 2013, he launched Lee Marsh Bespoke, and has since started offering private masterclasses and courses that have culminated into what is now the Savile Row Jacket Masterclass. I really enjoyed this conversation with Lee and Beatrice, we were able to dive into some of what makes up the social fabric on Savile Row, and how it's changed over the years to quite possibly the most female-dominated the Row has ever been. If you'd like to get in touch with Lee, you can visit his website at leemarsh.co.uk, and to see our other episodes and articles, you can visit our website at discoverartifacts.com. Enjoy the show! you guys both for agreeing to do this with me uh, having more than one person on a podcast was something that I've been wanting to do for a really long time um, and I think with uh, you Lee I think what, with what you do it was a perfect kind of fit for for starting doing that and, you know you have oh. a lot of students and so I think that that was just a good fit
1: because wow. usually he it's does. just
0: myself and another person and, and so I, and Why? I haven't seen anything out
1: with uh, with more than one person No right, no right. Yeah, we we might be breaking some records right now.
2: (laughs) So how did how did you come uh, to to get in touch with Lee about sewing or about uh, several uh, sewing? Well, uh, I think I could
0: probably ask you the same the same question, but we might actually have the same answer. It was probably through Instagram, right? I mean, for for you, was it similar?
2: Yes, it was. Um, Like I said, I was, uh, you know, uh, I'm not really technical so to speak um that you see i'm not constantly on instagram i'm not constantly on facebook i'm not constantly on anything um but i was just looking to see what you know what uh, people have sent me in the past few days um and um he's well uh, advertising as such appeared um and then I put the sound on, and I thought, oh, this is interesting. So, um, because originally, <laughs> what I really wanted to do was to do a, um, a kilt uh, course up in Edinburgh. Um, but with all these restrictions on travelling and, and anyway. Yeah,
1: COVID. The stuff, past, yeah,
2: yeah this, this past 18 months, um, exciting times. So I would say, um, I couldn't go to Scotland and do the course, but he's, he's appeared, his advert appeared. And I thought, wow, well, let's find out. Hmm. So um, I got in touch with Lee. So I sent you an email, didn't I Lee? Or did I send you yes, an you Instagram did. message? Yeah. So I, think uh, he, I think it an email, uh, yeah. Yeah, I sent him an email and I say, oh, I'm interested in the course, can we have a chat? And so he contacted me, we had a little chat. He asked me what my sewing skills were. I did ask whether he wanted me to send samples, but he said no, no, it's all right, and um, yeah, and we went from there.
0: Well, and so what? Yeah. Can you give us a little bit of your background, Beatrice? Like you said, uh, kind of before we were recording, you, you talked about what you went to university for, right?
2: Yeah. Well. Um, okay. Where do you want me to start? No, let me start at university. It makes it easier. <laughs> all right. So. <laughs> i uh, well actually i was I, well i was working as you do um and then it came to an end and i was looking what to do so i decided to um, take the plunge and go for a university degree so that i could uh, attach a teacher training uh module and become a teacher so it was a question of what would i like to do at university and since i can do a little bit of sewing and i can do a little bit of all sorts of arts and crafts things um i went and did a, a bachelor's degree at a university here in the uk um can i mention it or is yeah of course me, yeah? of course um it, yeah it was a uh, Bucks uh, university in high and um went and did a three-year uh, b.a course in textiles and surface design and um after graduating i didn't thought no i'm not going to become a teacher the kind of teacher i want to be the student the schools would not allow me to be so um went back to work and um yeah and as i said i was having a look at an instagram yeah uh feeds and then Lee appeared and i thought well why not since i can't do what
0: the- what kind of teacher did you want to be exactly
2: uh textiles definitely um okay. but uh yeah it was uh shall we say old school teaching um hmm. and that wouldn't have gone very well at the current climate so there you are all
1: right and, and... i would
2: have been a bad teacher like <laughs> n- n- not not like the film <laughs> You're
1: so happy. You're always so happy and positive, I doubt you could be a bad teacher.
2: No no it's a bad teacher as in I would tell the students you are rubbish.
1: Oh tell um, them off. Oh right, and, okay. Uh, Too okay. blunt. Yeah. I would I wouldn't
2: I wouldn't have <laughs> okay. I wouldn't have cotton wool them much. You wouldn't no. mix your words. <laughs> you mix
1: no, your no words. you know
2: a spade, is a, spade. Right. Yeah, a
1: spade is a spade. Yeah, spade <laughs> is a spade. Spade
2: is not a fork. It's a, yeah. it's a spade. Wow
0: that's pretty direct I mean that maybe yeah. that's uh, that'll work out for you in the tailoring world. I know some tailors that are pretty blunt with uh, their feedback well.
1: So I know a lot of people like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm sure you do as well yeah for
0: well sure. least so what could you give us a little bit uh, a little bit of information about you for anybody who doesn't know you kind of like what are your projects that you, that you work on and, and what do you do?
1: So um, I've been a tailor for I will say most of my adult life. My um, grandparents were tailors from Jamaica. That's my background. And my grand was a seamstress more. She done more dress and stuff. And my grandfather was a trouser maker. So um, when they came over here, they went into my grand went into nursing. My grandfather went into um, the underground uh, work so that was generally that that generation of windbrush that's what they went into so anyway I I used to be with my grandparents quite a lot and I learned a lot of sewing from my gran and um, this was from a very early age I think about 15 and then since then I just fell in love with sewing I always made stuff for myself Um, even when I was going to carnival I used to like wearing you know um just outrageous like costumes and stuff and I used to love to make them and i was just really intrigued with how you can get a design see a design in a magazine and just make it basically because that's what my grand used to do i used to bring magazine pictures to her and designs and say grant can you help because she was a brilliant so i said could you help me make this and she would help me make it. And it i was just fascinated that you could just make something from just a picture and make it fit and that's what my grand used to do so i was always amazed by my my grandmother's skills so I learned as much as I could from her, and then I wanted to um, become a tailor um, and learn more about tailoring. And that's when I decided to, you know, see if I could get work in it. Basically, hmm. that's how my journey started.
0: And what else? Because you also are you're a teacher, right? So you're not only a tailor. You, you... Oh right, Yeah, Sorry, <laughs> I got lost in the
1: question there because <laughs> I, a... I started rambling along. Yes. Yeah, so then, then that's my uh, tailoring career was about. Learning how to make money and um, basically earn a living off what I w- was passionate about, which was tailoring. Um, so I decided to try learning. I knew it was going to take a long time. So my, my journey began um, just in um, trying to work for different companies, work for the best companies as a jacket maker. And then um, also, that's like my main job that I started off in. And then I, I went on to launching my own brand. And um, specialise in lifestyle bespoke. I was doing that from in the nineties. Um, I was I've done various fashion shows. I was part of London Fashion Week. So I was building a brand from from the nineties, and then um, eventually I decided to um, start teaching as well. When I went back to Savile Road to learn more of uh, how to create more beautiful pieces because at the time I was just a waistcoat maker in a trade and I didn't know how to make jackets properly. So I decided to go back to Row to learn jackets properly so that in the end I could kind of implement that knowledge to my brand that I've got um, to enhance you know, the, the quality of it. And I thought the only way I'm gonna do that is to learn it properly. So that's what I do currently now. I do my own brand and um, I also Um, do teaching as well so I I do the best of best of both things in the industry that I love to do
0: yeah so you were kind of on the row off the row on the row and all over yeah yeah yeah
1: at the moment I work from home since uh, lockdown I I used to have concessions on um, number 13 on the road Um, and and yeah to give up give up the workspace and been working from home for the last few years um, I still pop down to the row every now and then but my day job is essentially still a, a jacket maker so I still work for several row companies um, doing jackets for them so basically you'll just get the colour that'll just cut the jacket out and they'll give me a call or they'll just, usually they deliver it to me and deliver me the, the jobs to do and I'll just make up the jackets and send it back, you know so that's my, my usual day job stuff yeah. and then um awesome. I see my customers as well where I go into. Um, London, see see my customers at um, showrooms or go to their house predominantly. Meet them at their house, place of work, um, and uh, measure them up, show them cloths, and then do the making and cutting back in, in my uh, in my home. So it's, it's basically visiting tailoring that I do on my brand.
0: And so, when was it that? Um, h- how long has it been since you started doing the your masterclass? You call it a masterclass,
1: right? Yes. Yes, that's right. Uh, I thought it was a good word to use. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yes, wow. uh, just doing a class doesn't sound the same. I need to make it sound a little bit more, you know, mastery. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, I've been doing that for, I would say, probably the last four or five months. So um, I started off initially um, just doing free Insta. Uh, tutorials which I then forwarded onto my uh, YouTube channel so I wasn't really in it to, to get into teaching because I've done teaching before one-to-one as, as apprentice um, had apprentices over the years and um, yeah I've just decided since I've been working from home I've just been doing my own thing so I wasn't even looking to to do any more teaching um, but after I saw the feedback I was getting from you know people um, liking the um, free tutorials I was, I was giving I decided, well, if anyone wants to, you know, uh, have some further knowledge, then I'm happy to to do private lessons. So I started doing private lessons and it it was getting a little bit too much. And I thought, how can I make this a bit more streamlined so I can access as many people as I can and still offer the same kind of quality? So um, yeah, I had to do some digging and decide uh, how I was going to go about that. And yeah, I figured out a plan and uh, made it work
0: and when was it that you took on Beatrice as a student
1: so Beatrice she um firstly she's one one of my favorite students I can't say my favorite because I don't want to get anyone else jealous out there but we both know you know she's my favorite no I'm joking no um she no she I I, I really do like Beatrice because she's got such good and positive energy when I first spoke with her um I think Initially, when you're, I think you'll agree with this, when you're being taught by somebody, um, it's important to be able to get along with them and to connect with them on some levels. You know, not just um, about teaching, because I know this trade can can you know have a bit of a, a stigma of being very old school and old school way of teaching, and you know, so I tried to create more of a not say friendly, but just a open and more relaxed environment mm. um to be able to get along with the students so straight away when i spoke to beatrice i, I just knew that i would get along with her because she's such a you know positive and happy person so I, I, was, I was so looking forward to teach her
2: it's it's like this when i when i start talking to to um to Leah, the first the first meeting i think that we had um over over uh, what was it over consultation
1: the zoom I think yeah, the
2: It was, Zoom, Zoom, yeah, Zoom. Zoom. It was Zoom. Yeah. The consultation. It was kind of like you know, obviously he's gauging how I am. I'm gauging how he is. We're talking. I'm explaining where I'm coming from and what I've done, and you know he's listening just to find out you know is she worthwhile or not, or is she going to just do a few classes and then jump, uh, jump ship. Um. So and then when we did start, obviously it was a little bit cautious because you, you need to give each other a little bit of space to you know to yeah. explore am I going to jail with this person or not but yeah, um yeah, so sure. yeah he would not, and he's very what can I say Lee is quite direct in what he's saying now do this and he was he he's also very good at least to me in showing me he would take a piece of paper and show this is what you need to do um because I do go a little bit off paste, I must admit and you know <laughs> within the i do i do i do i do it she, with, does. Yeah, she
1: does yeah uh,
2: you know within the tutorial in a good way
1: I'm, though in a good way in a good yeah way.
2: it's not bad i would say it's not bad but i do go kind of like a jump i want to jump to the two it's because you want to learn
1: more and you want to do more and you think of other things and
0: you know yeah um... so you kind of carry on on your own you'll has assigned you and
1: then maybe a little bit more too well
2: yeah uh, because during the (laughs) course
1: should i give him an example do you want me to give him an example and jump in i'll jump let me just jump in there and just give an example so this there's several different courses that i do right Um, and that's why i do consultations first just to find out what person wants to do and what their intentions are and so After I had that talk with her, um, I showed her the packages, which one she could choose. And so we went for, initially, it was just the making course where she just learns how to make a jacket from start to finish. So there was no fittings involved in all of that. It was just literally just the making and understanding Mm -hmm. the process and production. So Beatrice now, she realized that she had a lot that she had to do because the course is intensive and when once you start doing bespoke you realize how much it's involved and I know she she it was it it can be a bit overwhelming but she adjusted really quickly but she also decided she wanted to try squeezing some fittings in there as well (laughs) so (laughs) it I don't know how she did it I don't know how she did it because I was I was I was trying to explain that you know it's a process to do that And there's a makeup of of a process to be able to do that. But I tried to work with her to make it happen because I know she really wanted to do it. And I thought, okay, we can kind of make it work, um, but we just need to do certain things. And she kind of took it upon herself to do extra things and do fittings. And I was really surprised and how it ended up turning out, considering she took most of that off her own back. And I have to commend her for that because wow. she took her initiative to actually do that. Whereas um, bespoke is really difficult to do for the first time, and she's challenged herself to do that for the first time and squeezing fittings alongside that. And when I saw the end product on her husband, I was like, "Wow, I don't know." I, 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 I just yeah. Sorry, go on. yeah. So no, yeah. No, I, thought, it, I, it I mean, you it. saw, you saw what I've, what
2: I've. uh, Because I've been sending pictures whenever I I finished a a module on kind of like getting stuck, I send Lee pictures and I mean loads of pictures um, so that he can see. Yeah, it helps,
1: helps the more the better. Yeah, 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 uh, maybe a video or two as well. Yeah, yeah, everything else.
2: Did I send a video? I think I did, yes. I
1: think you did as well, yeah, yeah, definitely. But
2: it's a case of because I wanted to fit my husband, but he, you know, it's. Is one thing when you're doing the course. Another thing is when you're trying to do the fitting. And then the fitting isn't fitting properly, uh, so to speak. Um, And I'm thinking, what is going wrong here? And then I'll get to, uh, because every week we had a tutorial, a a one-hour tutorial. And I was trying to squeeze in as many questions as I possibly can. I mean, I had done the work. But it was just like, but Lee, I got this, and Lee, and this, and Lee, yeah, what, yeah. what do I do here? What do I do there? So he was showing me, you know, try and change this, you know, put this curve in here, open up more here, or decrease in here, which helped, but because it wasn't a bespoke jacket, I fitted for him, it is a, a, it was a, a block pattern. pattern. Yeah. Yeah. It's no, it was it,
1: yeah, it was a pattern jacket but it was a it was a bespoke jacket but I'm, as in it wasn't made for somebody. It was just making yeah. a jacket, bespoke jacket from start to finish, rather than you're making it for your husband. We we weren't yeah. paying to make it for your husband. We was just, yeah, it
2: was no. just
1: it yeah, was But they, you decided you wanted to do it for your husband. Yeah. And um he was in immense Oh, it was definitely
2: yeah. definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was proper chest size and everything. But it's, it's a case of, to coin a, a phrase here, whether you are downright or you are down left. Basically, yeah. like Lee explained, and I'll just So like, yeah, it was here. a block,
1: block pattern. So basically on the uh, making part of the course, all you do, if you're just doing the making, I provide you with a free block pattern, this block, block pattern. And then you, therefore, you have your cloth ready and all the equipment for, uh, that you have for, to make a jacket. And then you just cut out the jacket and just make it from start to finish. That's it.
0: Okay. And so you uh, you were doing the making course and decided, I want to also do the fitting, even though it's not really – you're not drafting a pattern based on measurements or anything. It, it was just, let's say, like a block 40, and you, de- and you decided while you were making it, I'm this could fit my husband. And so you're <laughs> you – Yeah, yeah. Basically.
1: <laughs> <screens>. okay. <laughs> okay. basically. Basically. And I was just it. amazed what she how she managed to make it still fit her husband. Yeah. yeah, I mean it wasn't perfect, but it was, it, it, it was compared to what the pattern was, the block pattern was, and what she had to tweak up to make it fit him. Yeah, I think she done an amazing job, and she done most of it on her own. Yeah, in yeah. terms of so... I didn't give her much direction. She just kind of saw that something was wrong, and she sent me pictures like, "What's going on here?" And I said, oh, "Okay, do this and that on the pattern." But it was very difficult because, as you know, when you're making a jacket and you're constructing it, you you go so far before it's too late to go back and alter yeah. things unless you have yeah. to rip certain things out so i think um considering you didn't do the course on the fitting and the making as well um and no. the cutting um just based off a making course you still managed to make it fit your husband and that was just down to your um your your drive and your your vision yeah. to just to get it fit on him and i was like okay i'm gonna let you do what you have to do i can uh, well, try to assist but, but yeah, you know because it, this it was great yeah, that he, is he is did maybe just put it off
2: yeah, because it, you know, comes back to, you know, our initial, you know, the initial consultation that I had with Blake, When I explained to him, you know, I've done a little bit of sewing. I understand the, I understand the, what it should be happening. It's one thing then when you have to do it for somebody else, which is a very structured um, course. And it's a structured way of having to. So all the elements of the jacket, which I then learned, so I've learned so many, the little, the, the little things that you do not, unless you, you are being tutored, you, you know, or be shown, um, how do I do this? How do I put the stitches together so that the, you know, the, the canvas or the, the, the fabric actually rolls the way you're supposed to roll. So, No, it was. It's been brilliant. It's been. I think
1: you've done an amazing job. Oh, thank you. I mean, no, you've done great. And I do feel even if you decide, this is what I say to all my students. Even if you decide that after this course you never want to pick up a needle again, (laughs) because some some students do struggle, you know, than others because they realise okay, it's an in-depth course. You got you got to think about it. It's a four-month intensive course. How to make a bespoke jacket. That's not really heard of, you know. Like a lot of my colleagues think, how can you teach how to make a jacket within four months? I'm like, I've condensed a lot of years of work into four months, yeah. and and I always have to stress this point to students that you know, you're not gonna know how you're not gonna be a professional coat maker after you've done this course. You're just gonna know and the insight of how to construct a jacket from the tutorials and from my private t- um, um, tuition, and you're just gonna have a wider understanding of what's involved. So if you therefore choose to do this as a career, then we can look at your jacket and see what parts you need to work on to improve before you um, decide to go ahead and, and start practicing more. And then I'll start training you up and, you know, uh, making yeah. sure that you're going in the right direction. But really, the course is just the eye opener.
0: How long have you two been working together? So
1: How long
2: we've been working together?
0: Well, yeah, because so you've done the you did the four month coat making course. Yes. And that when was that? that you completed the four-month coat
1: making course
2: i am about to complete the course because i have had a few
1: Was it about three weeks or so or something like that you off? Yeah, had off to...
2: because she's been moving
1: and stuff so... uh,
2: uh, yeah I, in the meantime <laughs> between, between starting the course i have had a, a job change i had had to uh change a lot going on. the uh, localities um I at the beginning of the course when like Lee explained as um, students we are provided with um, a company to go and um, request the type of fabric we want. Right? Yeah. So we put in an order. So I put in the order, the pattern came from Lee, the fabric came, I put everything on and I thought there isn't enough. So, the company had to provide me with another lot of fabric so that I can cut or cut all of the pieces. Um, I had to play around with uh, the lining. So, that was kind of an interesting...
1: Yeah.
2: Having to yeah. put things together. And I'm going, Leah, don't have enough. Leah, don't have it enough.
1: Wasn't a, yeah, Lea, it wasn't enough. Uh, unfortunately was... the company I, I don't really want to mention their name but i kind of do no, <laughs> no, no. but it's... they didn't provide enough uh I, d- I don't know whether it's because they they just didn't know how much to cut by uh, yeah they, they probably not did not know that enough. it
2: was a non-standard size because i needed a bigger uh yeah a, yeah, a, yeah. A bigger, and, uh, and
0: this is for the fabric so you ordered the yes. the the fabric from the yeah, company so and then
1: it's a coat pack you get so it's basically you get the cloth in there you get the canvas oh, you get okay. the shoulder pads everything to do with the jacket it comes in this coat pack Okay. and it was already established there already because other students have used it beforehand so uh, instead of setting up a new thing and you know calling it a new name and then sending my students to it it was just too much hassle for this company to do that so they just said i just said to them, look don't worry about it I'll just order the same coat pack that everyone else all well, the other students use. Yeah, And um, it's just the materials in there are not that great. It's just standard stuff, which is fine for, you know, for students to practice on, but you still don't get that much cloth. And like the collar no. canvas is not, not on the bias. It's on the straight. It's like weird. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, oh, some, yeah. But it's still mismatch. a good deal. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's a good deal that you get. Don't get me wrong, but it's just, yeah. It's and just, so you not, work
0: together that yeah. you'll have your students buy that pack. If they're going to do a making course and then you can send them so they buy that pack you can you send them your block pattern and then they're gonna that's kind of what they're
1: starting yeah. with sounds like that's yeah. for the making part of the course yeah with people that don't want to do cutting at all and they just want to do making then yeah they I' send yeah. them a pattern it's included yeah, yeah. sorry but, go on. You you know, saying-
2: I, yeah because I wanted to uh, this is the next one of the next steps is uh, to learn how to cut not that I haven't got the books Uh, i how to cut (laughs) menswear yeah how many books there
0: are right (laughs) there are several
2: and i've got just two for menswear i've got a few for women's wear um but you know having said that um it's 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 you can read as much as you want from a book but it's when you come to making it is a different it's a different story certainly um but it's been so much fun um and um Oh, Lee, for
1: sure
2: Well at least these tutorials are very good. Um I do like it. However, I have got a plain fabric and his tutorial is on a jacket, a, a checker, um yeah, a Czech check fabric. Yeah. So yeah. he's going, match up the match up the, the you know the lines here. And I'm thinking, I haven't got any lines, I can't match. You know, I need to <laughs> find the, you know, where the balance yeah, yeah, marks yeah. are. So <laughs> I'm going to I know, I know
0: well lee was that for a certain purpose that you used to check do you mean in the in the um
1: so basically are you working on are you working on one in conjunction with them yeah no no kind of so, so basically time? i've recorded intense process uh, of making a jacket and also alongside giving uh private lessons as well to make sure they're doing it right on each module on each part of the jacket that they're doing so the the whole jacket that has been recorded is based on a check one because i thought that out of all jackets check jackets are the most difficult to do and once you can do a check one obviously it's easy to do a plain one hmm. so that was the thought behind that but then um as a student <laughs> how's that <laughs> as a student <laughs> yeah as a student it's not so it, it's not so great because they the check jacket is the last thing that they want to do but no it's that's not. why i say well no, for most students for most students they don't want to a check jacket is difficult for them to, to
2: try to but it's so much easier because you can match the, the you know the lines I, I, mm. I had a, a navy blue one which yeah. was a lovely cloth it's beautiful
0: a, a solid color or a, a navy a s- solid color so, yeah. solid
2: however it has got a slightly little weave onto it which I didn't realize until I started cutting the lapel the facing, yeah and then it was at a different angle yeah. so depending on how the light shines it looks a little bit slightly different uh, uh hue of the, of the navy blue not that it matters because most people would not even look at it but yeah. i'm going to leave lee i've got this and i'm going to say don't worry but uh yeah. but the checkered wood for me it would have been easier, be easier
1: I, all right. oh, okay for
2: me yeah I, I, well, I it's, it's an
1: option that's the, that's the good thing about filming just a check jacket so for students that find it easy to do that they can follow a check yeah you know, i've got more advanced students that just want to know how to do a check jacket and they can just follow that tutorial yeah and for uh, students that it's their first jacket and they find it a little bit daunting matching and they don't want to worry about matching and um, i say just work on a plain fabric and just ignore me talking about checks you know yeah. it's the same
0: and, and again that's a complete making course right that's not cutting. Yes. yeah
1: okay that's the making yeah okay. that's the making but i also really- show you how to lay out the pattern and how yeah. to cut it according to your checks as well with how to match up, you know.
2: Which is brilliant. And then he said, and then during the one-to-one the one tutorials, he said, go and look in my YouTube um, channel and look for this as how do I do this and how do I do that, which I then did in between, you know, the, the normal uh, course, um, mm. which was... A compliment, you know, compliment to, to, to what I was doing. Yeah. So it helped a lot in, in, in other, because then it was a plain fabric. So it made it more, it, it was easier for me um, to deal <laughs> with the issues that I was having. But um, but no, it, it's been, it, it's quite fun. During the tutorial, I did say this to Lena. and I said, Lee, kind of funny because on your tutorial, you've got a nice elevator music. When you
1: go to his YouTube uh, channel, it's more of a funky, you know, kind of like. A different sort a of vibe. I've got to play to my audience, you know. I've <laughs> oh, got to it mix was it up a brilliant. little
2: bit. It was so, so different. It was great to see the two sides of Lee, you know. So you
1: I, see, YouTube, I'm, 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 I can be mellow, and then I can be like, part, there's party Lee and there's mellow Lee, you know. So no, on my YouTube channel, play... I'm more in party mode.
2: but in your youtube you're kind of like yeah funky lee you know and when you are on your tutorial you are the two the tutor i'm like the teacher teacher. professor lee Lee, it's but it's both of them what do you prefer
1: you prefer what do you prefer that's the question
2: i don't know because having had this <laughs> course with you no seriously after you know having this course sorry with i'm not you, gonna get
1: jealous i'm not gonna get jealous <laughs> if you pick one of the other a,
2: well there are always two sides to a person isn't it you when you need yeah, to yeah, be yeah, professional yeah. you are professional when you right, don't when you need to be more you know relaxed then
1: yeah you're
2: relaxed um and uh yeah so i like that
1: very diplomatic well i'll tell you what the YouTube Lee. i prefer the YouTube Lee because the YouTube Lee. i'm talking about myself as a third person never thought i'd ever do that <laughs> <laughs> oh my days i've just listened to myself i'm gonna stop right there but all i've got to say is when i'm working generally i've always got like good um house music and i believe that any sewer, no matter what you're doing, you need something in the background to keep you going because otherwise you get caught up within your thoughts and you start thinking about different things. Totally. It's good if you're actually thinking about something positive or you're thinking about stuff that you want to make or create. But after a while, when you're used to working on certain jobs and it's the same pinstripes, it's the same navies, you need to have something in the background, whether it's a podcast or whether it's music, something that keeps you going. Because we work, we do long hours right in this industry, so you know, you need to find that kind of music that keeps you going and keeps activating your mind, them. exactly, exactly. And um, you know, house music does that for me. You know, podcast does that for me. So, you know, everyone's got to find their rhythm. I,
2: I totally agree with 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 uh, with Lee. There,
1: you a fan it's... of house music,
2: Beatrice? <laughs> no, I am fan. I am, no, I am fan of of doing certain tasks, especially if it is manual, to a certain type of music Beat. depending on the mood mm. yeah exactly um,
1: yeah depends on the mood on so sort of really. like if you're
0: going to do like a mark stitch is there a sort of mood that you're going to aim for you think um
2: um no it depends techno no. <laughs> no goodness me no techno 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 no 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 that is more for the floor uh, no it, it, it depends on, on what it, you know what it is i mean i listen to a variety of genres
1: yeah
2: of, 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 of music but it helps
1: though right it helps it though does. right because it, it it's a rhythm. You, we stitch to her. Uh, I mean, I mean my, um, my old apprentice, I was showing her how to stitch to the beat. It's very important because she was like, <laughs> how do you how'd you so fast? And I was like, it's not about speed. Speed kills. It's not about speed. And then days there, I'm, I'm, I must admit, I'm really slow at making jackets now, really slow. Back then, um, I used to make jackets so quickly. I used to make like four jackets a week, easy.
0: Well, I can imagine right? being a fan of house music, how that would help. Oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're sewing to the beat.
1: (laughs) You're sewing this rhythm. But do you know what it is? It's been able to. It's not doing it quickly. Yeah. It's been able to sew in a rhythm at a certain pace, constantly without breaking, without stopping. So you could do it slowly, rhythm, rhythm, rhythm. Follow the beat. It's when you're keep stopping and putting things down, taking something up, or you're breaking your rhythm. That's what. You know, takes longer because you're distracted by different things. But if you can sew a continuous rhythm, thinking about what you're going to do on the next part, rather than when you finish, you're stopping. You're like, what am I doing now? You're sewing out a rhythm and multitasking, thinking about what you're doing for the next move. And then when you're doing the next move, you go into another rhythm. It's uh, yeah. It's, I know it might sound a bit crazy. <laughs> Do you know no, what I mean? No, I totally yeah. agree with that. There's
0: nothing like that's going to stop you more than when you're thread knots or you're you're doing a line of mark stitching or whatever, and then oh man, this, this one's not pulled right or whatever, and it slows you down. It's if, if you don't have any issues with your thread or anything, or you're not, I mean, you can just fly through it.
1: That's right. Oh,
2: it's, See, it's, there you go. Yeah, it's kind of like because um, um, Lee provides well. Lee provides the the student. I me, with a um know, what is it called now? Well it's basically a a um tutorial booklet. Module one is going to be you're going is to Is it do, a physical yes, booklet,
0: this, Beatrice or is it yes, a Yes? Okay. Yes,
2: yes, yes. Module one is going to be hold on a second. I think this need to stretch here. Hopefully cut,
1: um laying right out now. the pattern and, and cut it Hold
2: on a second, Bear with me. So for instance module one cutting jacket, and then he goes 1.1 laying pattern matching and cutting out the jacket. Total duration 54 minutes. Yeah, and what you will need for each and every single module. Now, and so,
0: this tells you what you need is it an instruction booklet as well, a, or it's, is it it's,
2: it's, it's, it's a basic instruction, it doesn't say. Now you would do this kind of stitch. Um, then you're going to do this kind of stitch. Then you because you have to follow the tutorial online. The tutorial, line, the yeah? tutorial, yeah. tutorial yeah. 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 But total duration fifty four minutes. No, it's not fifty four minutes. It's fifty four minutes when Lee's doing it because when you are student <laughs> and you have to go and do, uh, do the cutting. Yeah. It's, it's not so much the cutting. It's when it comes to, yeah. for instance. What is it called here? Finish, sleeve, and sew in, yeah? Total duration, there's one, two, there's a three-part three, three module. Two hours and 29 minutes. No, it's not. <laughs> it's two It's two, It's two. hours and whatever minutes. for do it, and you're watching.
0: Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by subscribing now. If you have any thoughts or comments, please feel free to share them with us on Instagram, Facebook, or directly on our website at discoverartifacts.com. Now, back to the show. <laughs> so that so that's to, is that to cut the sleeves and finish them and put them in, or is that... What yeah, you, yeah, yeah.
2: But, you know, it's it. kind of... The first part of this... And it's all shot in was, real time
1: as well. This is all shot in real time. Nothing yeah. speeded up. Yeah. And I'm nope. talking while I'm doing it. so it, you
2: know. Yes, correct. So, like for I say,
1: instance, it's a rhythm. It's a rhythm. <laughs> finished
2: sleeves is 1 hour, 11 minutes and 7 seconds. Baste sleeves in is 54 minutes and 38 seconds. Sewing sleeves in and securing armhole is 31 minutes and 35 seconds which comes to 2 hours and 29. But this is when Lee's doing, because when Beatrice yeah, yeah. is doing, it takes much longer. <laughs> because it comes down to, this,
0: uh, to Z, this. do you have a disclaimer on your website? about I think I'm going to have to, you know.
1: I didn't, no, I didn't think don't. of it from your, her perspective, because no, no. I, that is how long it took. You know, I, I wasn't yeah. saying that's how long it's going to take you. <laughs> no,
2: this is how long it takes him to do it. Yeah, and you yeah. think, I need to go into, but then, <laughs> you, you know if you're watching and you're trying to do it at the same yeah. time it just goes to parts yeah.
1: so what i said but that's why i said... say oh yeah go on sorry go on. yeah
2: so that's what i said to lee i watched the whole tutorial and then i went and started doing it yeah, yeah. and even that's when i was I, yeah. doing whilst following because you press the button to you know to pause whilst you carry on the stitch to catch up with what lee is doing on his tutorial online yeah and uh, to see am i doing the right stitch am i cutting the right place am i doing the right measurements am i doing this am i putting you know and um, so it, it's brilliant but you got into but... a, you got
1: into a good flow though because you that's what like you said you and i think a lot of the students tend to do that as well you watch the video first and then when you're going to go and actually do it you put the video on in the background while you're sewing along with it and then you stop stop the video at certain points where you can catch up and then that's how you yeah. do it. I think that's the way that works for most students as well. Yeah. Definitely.
2: I, it, it, it's, it's very good because, and then he will say, you know, and then he will pop up on the screen as well and saying measure one quarter of an inch. Make sure you put, you know, all of this in big yellow letters, which for me is brilliant because you can't really <laughs> miss what you're supposed to be doing. And then he will also mention, Go to my YouTube, if you want some more information, go to my YouTube and have a look at how I do the collar, or how I do this, or how I do that. And um, so there's all of these prompts that Lee does during the tutorial course, which if you if you want to know more, or if you want to just double check that you are doing it properly, and then you get to the funky funky Lee side. Um as <laughs> the tutorial one. Which is great. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Brilliant. I really enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but yeah, so I'm I'm so glad you did pleased. though
1: I'm glad you did. Oh. Well, yeah because I do know? say like, you know, you need at least six hours a week to be able to do the course and, and that's purely because mm. even though there's, you know, such an hour and a half sometimes of video tutorial watching a week, um, for one module you're going to need that six hours extended time to do that literally yeah. hour and a half of module that you're visually seeing. Because I know it's going to take the students a lot longer. Um, so that's why everyone's everyone's at a different pace. So everyone's different. But initially, for most people, it's going to take them, if not three times longer than I'm doing it because I'm just doing it out of flow where I'm speaking and I'm doing out of rhythm. So, you know, I'm, I'm not really thinking about it. But, you know, it does take a, obviously a while to get to that that point I still have it like now when I'm working on certain garments like when I'm doing leather or suede because it's new to me I take three times as long as someone that you know I've got a friend that she's a professional tenor um and, and leather specialist and she she does it you know three times as quick as me so, you know, I hear what you're saying because I feel the same when I'm, yeah. you know, doing different garments. So, yeah, yeah. And so. it's
0: also kind of the first time that you're doing it. Before, did you have any um, experience making like a canvassed garment or a tailored garment, Beatrice? Me? Yeah.
2: Uh, well, um, she I just says- say
0: that because it, that for other people that are interested in the course and anybody who's interested in learning, well, that process is really helpful to be able to look at the tutorial… Uh, understand what you need to do and then follow along while you're doing it because it's the first time you're doing it, right Like the first time you're basting in a sleeve is probably for a, some students the very first time they've ever basted in a sleeve. It's or I mean done yeah. any of the other processes. So well, it's like a, a uh, lot of firsts, right?
2: Well yeah. put it this way as I explained to you when we had our converse, our initial conversation. My first husband, I did he wanted the suits done in a particular cloth. And you wanted it done this way, and we went and got a pattern, and I sewed it, and I sewed it all on the machine. Then I started this course with Lee, and I thought, my goodness, how amateurish I was! In fact, it's not even amateur; it's poor. Um, because I look at the pictures now, and I think, oh my god, this is, <laughs> this, is this is terrible. <laughs> anyway, um, and I was whilst you we were talking a little, and I was counting. How many machine, uh, actual machine sewing I've done with this jacket, uh, and considering it, it was fourteen. I think it's fourteen straight machine stitches that you do. Everything, everything else you do by wow. hand.
1: I didn't even know that myself.
2: <laughs> yeah, because I yeah, was counting yeah, shoulders, sides, yeah, arms, yeah. Um, uh what
1: else facing it? Uh, yeah facing. does the facing go on by machine no. yeah yeah we no, we, uh, we don't do it by by hand on a rope. that's that's like you know maybe a hundred years ago yeah it's pretty standard not so much now yeah, <laughs> yeah, face- yeah 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 i know some people is- that do do it still but you know there's nothing wrong with it but you know no um, we just what also says yeah you also says something on his the, course on, on the, on
2: we know before and there are some still people that old you know old uh, older generation that does everything by hand and which is great to hear um but you know so uh, you know the sewing parts of it it's all hand wise and i don't mind that obviously it's a bit tiring if so i'm not used to it but you know it, it, it's okay um but if you made can, your hands like, work huh that but like you say you know you can control it much better um yeah yeah you know and, and the way you you show how to hold the fabric and i'm thinking okay that is how i use anyway how would mm. other people do it and i'm thinking well okay i might know this other people might not know it so it's quite proper and right that you should say this because other people not know yeah and, they just don't know yeah. No. They've been doing it okay. one
0: way like you like the first machine made garment that you made for your husband you oh. made that and you didn't you just didn't know what other world existed
2: Oh no 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 this is yeah. the thing No no yeah. I did know because I had been doing it for women's wear not men's wear yeah and this is oh, where okay. I would like to. yeah this is where I would like to kind of like go into I mean who cares about women's clothes I mean I don't, I mean put it this way okay a lot of people do I I I am much more into you know how to do proper for men, or it's much more interesting because it's, yes, Fair it's enough. um it, it's so much more interesting, especially Savaro Row, um which I did go down once. And I see did... that's
0: interesting. You say that. I think a lot of people might say the the exact opposite. That kind of the women's side is more interesting because it's more design driven. Things are changing. I don't know. What do you think, Lee? I don't know. Because you you have a kind of a background in design more as well compared to other Savile Row Taylor's.
1: Yeah, oh, definitely. I mean, i I've, you know I, I I agree with both sides of that. That um, because I love designing, I love creativity, and I believe with menswear, unfortunately, you can't go as far as you can with women's. I mean, you can you know do couture stuff for catwalk shows, but essentially, I'm talking about selling stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When it comes to selling stuff. You can't be go as crazy as you can on the, on the women's as you do with men's because we just don't we just don't we we do not we're we're more conservative but we don't really you know we're not that outlandish and especially in the UK we're very you know
2: conservative absolutely. pinstripes.
1: You know, uh, we don't really venture out the blues or the grays, and you know, I mean, certain times we do if we're going to events, but we, we don't. We're not that adventurous as men as <laughs> as the women are, basically. You know, unfortunately. Um, so when it comes to women's wear, uh, you know, I've I've wanted to like tackle women's wear because I was like, you know, I could be more experimental, but it's too easy for me in a Ta- way
0: tailored women's wear or women's wear and just a- anything in general, women's wear
1: tailored tailored can... tailor, women's wear uh, i've got a very good friend of mine joe baker she does amazing women's wear she's really good women's wear de- designer and she does some nice tailored women's pieces so i do understand you know how you can really run with women's tailored wear but for me it's not a challenge because you can you can get away with a lot and it sounds yeah. weird but because you can't do as much on men's wear and you're restricted I like to play around with the boundaries of that and mm. see if I can actually mm. make something as creative as I can and still sell it because yeah. that's the challenge. You know that's what I mean? an interesting
0: point. I haven't heard it really phrased like that before because people will say that, oh, yeah, there's so many boundaries or there's so many rules. You can't really do anything. But maybe that's what just makes it interesting. At least that's, that's what makes
1: either, it interesting because yeah. that's why with most people, they just do women's wear as well because of that same argument there because – They feel like they can't really do much with menswear and it's restrictive. Unless it's casual wear stuff, don't get me wrong. Like I like doing bomber jackets, so I do experiment more of that. But when it comes to suits, I don't like to experiment too much on suits. I like to keep a nice classic suit. I like to keep it as it is. And that's what I love about suits. I might change some details, but I don't feel you should mess about with a suit too much. That's just my personal opinion.
0: And so Beatrice, you were in women's wear. You, so you're saying before you did anything in the men's wear world, with for that, for that coat that you made for your husband, and then the course with Lee, you were working in in women I, I, women's tailored yeah put clothing? This
2: way Because I, I worked, for, I, I did a lot of stuff for myself or for some friends. Yeah, women, you can just go flamboyant and you know crazy and yeah. you know put things. It, 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 it's so much easier and, and you can get away with murder, so to speak. Yeah, but with yeah. men's, you need to be so so so, otherwise, you won't, you, won't, you know, it won't go, yeah. it won't work. It's the
1: detail, menswear is detail first, right? It's detail, fit, and cut, and then it's whatever style you can put on it, but right? yeah. it's not too much. Yeah. Women's wear, Especially you can go cut. crazy, yeah, and do what you like. And the thing is, the market is so flooded with women's wear. Not in tailoring, though. That's the thing. There is a gap in the market for really nice tailored women's wear. But it's just women's wear in general is so flooded with designs. And if you're going to do women's wear tailored, then that's something to, you know, you could probably make a mark in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. And you've seen even like things like with, what is it, the deck and Carolyn Andrew. I mean, people, all these women, women tailors coming out as well, doing tailored women's wear, like you're saying, with that gap in the market.
2: Yeah, but it's, it, it, you know, the that's market right. for for women to wear tailoring isn't as big as men's yeah so certain women yeah is no hundred
1: percent yeah you mean they it's, don't wear they just don't demand. wear clothes i think the demand is more yeah not I as mean, much as the men uh, what, not as much as the men yeah i mean I, any I man
2: that. i mean any men. most men will have at least one suit right proper suit how yeah. many women will yeah, go yeah. for a bespoke or even a half tailored suit they don't care about this, they want to wear something comfy, they want to go, you know, unless they are in, in a power position, it's a different story. But most men will yeah. have a proper jacket or proper, you know, I mean, I, I do like a waistcoat on a man, I think it's one of the most sexiest things that can go, you know.
1: Um, Easy, I wear my waistcoat at the moment. Easy, I didn't know how on... this was gonna go. I dressed up and everything. I was like, okay, all right. <laughs> Le-
2: Lee, in his tutorials, always has got a waistcoat on, right? And he's tailored, and his trousers I'll are try. tailored. Everything is just so as it should be. If I come into oh, waistcoats, just on a, on a, on a sidestep here, I went um, and helped up at Ascot a few years ago. And I happened, and I happened to be in the um, royal enclosure, and the, you could see all these women dressed in flamboyant clothes and everything else. The men, the only thing they could wear that was flamboyant was a waistcoat, hmm. and you could yeah. see all kinds of colors of the rainbows. It was, for me, it was kind of being in a cave or in candy shop. Um, some of them were rubbish, <laughs> and some of them were really, really nice and you went with the socks so yeah. you know because they had to wear the tails Ordinate. um but waist, yeah but the waistcoat and this is another thing i was talking to lee about is you know oh lee i would like to go and do some waistcoating, perhaps you know yeah so this is a, a, a oh, new 100%. project that. foundation yeah i will i will, yeah, I will yeah. explore with lee in the future but like coming back to the tailoring yeah most women are not interested in having a tailored um, jacket or suit, not at so, all. Yeah, men, on the other hand, are and yes, you can go and have a look, and you can you can see the detail of it. I mean, I do like to look at the details for everything. Um, and so I will say, jacket...
1: you know what? Most women, there are a lot of women that do appreciate suits and and do love the idea of having a suit for um, themselves. Based- for themselves um, but it's not more it's not as essential I think depends on what job the woman has as it is for a man mm. I, I think do you know what I mean that's that's because like, if you go to a wedding it's a man that's wearing a suit for to get married right um, interview mainly men will wear suits for where, where a woman can dress in a, a really nice tailored dress um, yeah. you know it's just more event wise it's more seen as a man wearing a suit but I don't see why a woman can't wear suits that so they don't they more choose to wear a suit maybe uh, if they're in an office and they're a position of you know they want to wear a power woman suit or they just love you know but it's it's more occasion I suppose traditionally some sort of yeah or, or something yeah. yeah exactly exactly but I think the person that I feel does really nice tailored women's wear um I love Alexander McQueen mm. this is more of that designer brand and obviously I love Edward Sexton and what he does um but i mean more modernly alexander McQueen does really nice tailored pieces as well women's wear it's really sharp cut Uh, my friend joe baker as well she does excellent women's wear and i think um yeah i love. i really do love seeing suits on women as well i think it looks especially a really nice sharp tailored suit really structured it really i just feel it looks for what a suit does for a woman, that's what it does for me when I see a, a suit on a woman <laughs> from yeah. my point of view. I feel like, wow, that just looks so sexy. Now,
0: this so. is more of a stylistic question that I, I haven't really asked a lot of people, but I've been thinking about it recently. And that's like women wearing ties. Because more and more that I see a few women getting into more of the sartorial side yeah. of men's tailoring, yeah. they kind of dress like – some of them start to dress like men. And they'll wear yeah. ties, and I don't know that for me that look wasn't super enticing or fashionable. I thought I just thought it was kind of like a woman dressing exactly like a man, and I wasn't sure. What do you guys? How think? How we it went you, down? Yeah, well, I, I, know I, you know know I know what you mean. I know what you mean.
1: Initially, initially when you see it, you're just like, mm, okay, that looks like you're not. You, it's because you're not used to seeing. I I've I, I thought the same as well, but I've kind of got used to it. And Have I, you? Okay. I I like it when I they wear braces with it as well. I like when they wear braces with it and a tie. I think that looks quite nice huh. i think it looks quite nice
2: well but it is it, it, it is
1: a, kind like a masculine look but yeah sorry go on beatrice you, you, know, you, you no, because go because it. it
2: depends on the woman you know those that are mm. a little bit more developed at the top wearing braces isn't going to isn't going quite going to fit properly yeah, yeah?
1: Besides,
2: yeah, yeah, I know. I know. I, I do, like it just
1: the tie. still looks good. <laughs> <laughs> Lee well, doesn't care <laughs> it goes either way, whatever the... you got. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: but yeah. You know, They need to be a little bit more flattish on the <laughs> front side, you <laughs> know, because otherwise you need to put a little bit to the side and then it doesn't hold properly. And well, anyway, we digress. However, on, on women, I do like a nice cut for women, tie. I'd rather go and accessorize with a nice piece of jewelry. Yeah, mm. um, tie is a little bit something too for me, constricting on my neck. Um, I think it's you know some things need to be men and something need to be woman. And uh, you're very tie, old
1: school. Wow. <laughs> I am. I tell you, I was
2: born. Yes, very century. old school. Yeah, yeah, there's me trying no. to be,
1: bring the balance. Like, no, you know, you're like, no, no old school, <laughs> man, absolutely <a> woman. Not. <laughs> no, no, a woman needs to be a woman, a man
2: wow. needs to be a man, you know. Um, okay, when you go okay. for you gotta when get you back, I know, I hope we don't get too No Party yeah. is fine. Day to day yeah, wear yeah, yeah. and even you know, no, no no no. She is a very conservative. You're a traditionalist.
1: To... You're oh you're yeah. very, you're a traditionalist. Yeah, yeah. I hear yeah, I hear yeah, fair enough. Fair although
2: enough. although in one of your videos you had a very jazzy um, for your jacket. It was a red circular pattern, um, out oh, there, okay. Oh, okay. What is it called? The inside of the jacket,
1: I I oh, I get your lining. Lining,
2: the lining. Sorry, thank yeah. you. The lining you had this busy, busy red, you know, uh, looked like silk, but obviously, but anyway, yeah, yeah. circular. And I thought that is a brilliant lining for this jacket. Yeah. Um, yeah. so have okay, been conservative, yes, but I do like to bring some jazziness, I do like to have mm. a little bit of a, you know, a, a yeah. flounce to... And that's to the
1: good community. thing, right? Especially with mm. like conservative UK gentlemen, you can go a bit more um, jazzy and have some jazzy lining, you know, inside yeah. your jacket and go a bit more crazy inside your jacket rather than outside, right? So...
0: Well, and Beatrice, for being conservative, it also seems like I, I'm I'm not hugely familiar with uh, Savile Row tailoring first person, firsthand. But it's you would be going down sort of a non traditional path, at least in my opinion, since there aren't so many women who are uh, tailors on Savile Row like there are men. You know, you have probably women trousers makers, oh, finishers.
1: Oh, there is now the women. There's more actually, probably more women than men.
0: Are there really? <laughs>
1: The, yeah saw, there probably is now wow yeah
2: because yeah, i saw a program once on Savo row and this was going back about more than 10 years i suppose and there was this uh young woman and she had one and lee you have to tell me exactly what it's called here it's uh it's kind of like the kind of like the oscars of the tailoring but instead of having the golden, a shears. Oh, golden shears Golden shears, that's it. And she was presented with this golden shear because the way she had cut this men's jacket, she beat all of the other youngsters or all of the other men. Oh, was that Rachel?
0: Was it a Rachel? Um, I want to say Rachel. I can't
2: remember her name, but she had kind of like pinstripe collots on. So I thought it was kind of interesting uh, for women to wear this. Yeah, it was kind, kind of like a small fitted jacket. Um, uh, for all for herself, and she had this kind of like colloque of pink, blue, pinstripe stripe or white pinstripe stripe. Um, on this navy blue, how airplane, many years ago was that? ah, was... oh, goodness me, if I say 10 years, it might, I might be very wrong here. Uh, it, it was one of those, you know, what was Rachel been... Singer, though, I can't remember her name, that's the problem. Um, dark hair,
1: though, but because you said pinstripe, oh it's dark hair. Oh,
2: she was dark hair. You no, know, she wasn't blonde or, 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 or red or any other color. Um, no, dark hair. Um, but yes, it was a long time. But, you know, so and that's when we, you know, back, 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 way back, I thought, hmm, this will be interesting to do, to do men's wear.
1: Yeah, definitely. There's a lot more women uh, nowadays in the trade. I think because women, um, I'm going to say it have more patience than us guys unfortunately (laughs) i think i think they have more a lot more patience and with a lot with this generation anyway um, maybe there was more men back in the day but nowadays i don't think the youth have got that patience when you're Mm -hmm. told it will take you five three four five years or whatever to learn how to make a jacket yeah and you're only going to get like what nine ten thousand pounds a year there's not a lot of people that will there are people that will sign up for Yeah, 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 I'll do that. I'll do that because I just want to learn because it, it takes so so long just to get a foot in the door in Savaro from trial and error, doing internships. And then when you finally get an apprenticeship, you're so hungry to learn. Once you start learning, a couple years in, you've been saying, yeah, yeah, don't worry, nine, ten grand, fine. After, after about two and a half years in or three years in the course, you're like, you know what, I've had enough of this. Doing the same thing over and over again. When am I going to move up from like doing facings and start putting on collars? I've been putting on like facings for the past like six months and then, and you're only getting a little bit of money. So that's why a lot of the guys, they don't, they want the money quickly and they don't tend to last that long because they just don't have the patience. Whereas the women now, they have a lot more patience. They, they kind of enjoy it more. Hmm. Um, and they just, Better. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> they are better. They're better. More uh, detail-oriented. Yeah, more detail. And what the moon went up to sorry, one my old apprentice. I want to mention her, Hannah Cooper. She oh, works in yeah. Norton's son uh, I had an interview. I think that's one that you listen to. She's got so much. Well, when you're sewing, basically, you need to have finesse. You need to be able to sew. And had, my old t- teacher told me, when you're handling the cloth, you handle the cloth, like you love the cloth, like, you know, you're, it's, you, you like, I know like exactly you're, what you're saying. Do you know what I mean? I
0: know exactly what you're saying. I had a, an Italian man tell me, he said, you have to keep the cloth. So there's a certain way of, of sewing on the cloth and you want the majority of your, of the quote unquote work towards you. And he said mm. to me, you have to imagine that the cloth is a woman. You want to keep the woman close <laughs> to you. <laughs> it's sort of a similar <laughs> thing that you're talking about.
1: <laughs> exactly. See, there you go. You You have to. You have to be gentle with it, you have to mould it, yeah. and it's it's just women is that women can do that a lot better than men because men aren't naturally born that way to when I when I before I got into tailoring, I used to do mechanics, my hands were rough all the time. And when I started tailoring first, I was so rigid and rough with the fabric. My first couple of jackets looked horrible. Look like if if I would have said to you, yeah, I've just literally stopped being a mechanic and I've started making jackets, you would have believed me by looking at the jacket. So I think women are more naturally, more gentle when it comes to handling cloth. And it, that's why they sew, I think, they sew more with more finesse and beautiful. Um, yeah, that's that's the way my, and I, and, I, and that's why I feel um, nowadays anyway, more so, there's a lot more women anyway on, on the road because they've got the patience and they're just better. Simple as that, you know what I mean?
0: What do you think about cutters as well? I mean, because being a cutter, correct me if I'm wrong, you're going to be making more money on Savile Row as well. If you're going to, an undercutter and you're going to moving up into a new cutter position at some point, Are there, is it the same sort of situation? With you think more women are getting into that? Or do you think maybe um,
1: Not so much. Okay. Not so much. There is a few women, but I unfortunately on the row, I mean, probably the first person, not to say the first person to speak about these kind of things, but not many people do speak about it. But yeah. There is a, a hierarchy on, on the road, unfortunately. Um, and where it's, it's changing, don't get me wrong. There are some um, companies that uh, are more diverse, you know, uh, and they don't feel like they have to just show that, you know, it's a traditional English person that's going to see every customer because that's what they feel the, the customer wants to see. Not all the time, no. uh, There's there's companies that are a bit more diverse and do know that you know we're in a modern time. We just got to move with the times, and you know it doesn't matter if you're a woman, whether you're black, whoever you are, as long as you've got the skill, then that's the most important thing. They're thinking about the craftsmanship and the skill there first, and then if the customer likes it, um, then that's fine. Then you know, whereas some companies feel like they have to showcase a certain stereotypical kind of tailor. For their customer to want to buy from them you know what i mean and it's, it's it's a bit backwards because i understand that's you know generations of generations of wealth and that's what they're used to being on the row and they're used to seeing these kind of like butler type tailors or whatever um so i understand why they want to push those people kind of forward but you know at any day you've got to back your tailor skills and say whoever's got the skills whoever can do the job properly regardless of who they are That's who we want to employ. And then it's up to, um, you know, the the customer, whether he wants to shop there or not. And it should be down to the management or whoever, just to back their employees to say, you know what, I'm not going to not let you see that that customer because he doesn't want to see you. But if he's not happy with who you are or what you're seeing, then that's his problem. He can shop somewhere else. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I'm getting a bit political now. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> go good. Another, yeah.
0: I, I think things. I think that's something that's great to speak about. Also, uh, the clients changing. Like you were talking about with the kind of yeah, people expecting exactly. Taylor to be the old butler types. Of, like you know, the clients changing. It's not just the same uh, aristocracy that it was before. Particularly in Savile Row. You know, especially in in London.
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. It's
2: like I said when I went to when I went to Savile Row. And I walked into, in fact, I walked into two shops. And one of them I did ask point blank, this youngster, much younger than me. And I said to him, so, um, do you take apprentices? And he looked me up and down. And I thought, why are you looking me up and down for?
1: Do yeah, I know? yeah, is Is it just, yeah. well, you're much
2: younger and uh, can I not apply for anything? Yeah. And he, yeah. I, I got so angry with him that I walked out of the shop, you know, um yeah, yeah. It, it was, now, i'm not it surprised
1: was... beatrice Do you do you there are some companies that even when i started out I, I would walk in it and that's the same thing i would get they look you up and down and you almost want to just run out there they look at you as if what are you doing in here you're obviously not in there to buy a suit why are you here and you yeah, usually it, have to take the tradesman's entrance and usually the tailors are not allowed to go through the front shop anyway you know Yeah,
2: yeah so, it wasn't so much that he made it's not bad he as bad as
1: that now yeah
2: yeah was... Was... sorry go it yeah, it wasn't so much that, you know, he made me feel like, you know, it was, you know, un, you know, unworthy. It was just like, what, you, a woman? And, you know, really? your age? And, wow. it, you know, and I was thinking to myself, but it was this, this kind of like split-second look. And I thought, yeah, ah, yeah, I, I, you know, I said, yeah. if you don't want me, I don't want to be in this shop. So I'll put you to the next one. <laughs>
0: That's so unfortunate. I'm yeah. sorry to hear that. It's also strange because you're, you're going in there looking for work as a tailor or or as an apprentice so you're yeah. not necessarily even s- trying to present yourself as someone who is going to be a front of house person like you were just saying only how tailors would have to go through the uh, the trade conventions trade yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you know you're not there you're not trying to to yeah. present yourself yeah. as someone who needs to be there you're there because you want to work in the shop just maybe work. you know yeah, yeah. and the, yeah,
1: yeah.
2: the thing is you walk down Savile Row and you look <laughs> underneath because as you on the pavement you can see the windows uh, of the of the um, establishments there. And all of these people are cutting or sewing. And you think to yourself, you know, well, why not me? <laughs>
1: and, <laughs> but at the
2: time, I wasn't really looking, but I thought, you know, uh, as I'm here, I wanted to learn yeah, yeah. something else. I thought, well, I might as well go and, you know, have a look. Yeah, haven't never yeah. been. It's one of my, uh, you know, uh, bucket list. what to go and place it. Well, when I'm, when and I'm back uh, down there,
1: I'll take you. I'll, oh, I'll, I'll thank take to couple you. companies. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. that that'd yeah. be
2: grand because. Um, I
1: basically... mean, there is some great things about the road. Don't get me wrong. I, I don't want to like make it sound like everyone's you know looks down at you and it's a lot of racism there. There is part of that, but then there is also it's such a great community of tailors. And like I say, you know, you, 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 if you need help, you could always go into another shop and they will help you in terms of knowledge if you're stuck with something. Everybody helps everybody. Obviously it's competition, everybody wants to be the best, but there's so much camaraderie as well. Yeah. It's um, I've had my best years there. And some worst years, but I've had my best years working working there. So whenever you want to go.
0: As an outsider, someone who's been in another shop, like you know, most of my experiences in Italy, looking in, it looks it looks like that to a certain degree, you know. I I yeah. don't really think that exists outside of London and outside of Savile Row really because you know you guys have yeah. events there's different things that people are getting together you're not necessarily yeah. just meeting in the tailor shop um, that's right there's yeah. al- i mean also stuff like the service that just opened up on savile row so there's there's things that, there's a community because it's not just about showing up at 8 a.m or 7 a.m and that's working right. next to the same person you're also doing other things together eating lunch together yeah. you're, you're going that's around you're, you're you know it's much more of a community
1: Hundred percent, hundred percent. Because you tend to do long hours as well. But yeah, sorry, go, go. No, no,
0: no. I was, I was going to ask Beatrice if you felt like at any point, like with your husband, do you think he would prefer if, if a, there was a man dressing him? I didn't know if that was another um, no. sort of cause of, of.
2: No, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what he told me, which I thought it was. It caught me by surprise, and I thought, where is this coming from? Anyway, what he said was, well. You're doing this jacket, but you make me feel as if I'm the dummy. And I looked at him and I thought to <laughs> myself,
1: what? what?
2: Where? Where are you? you know, I, 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 I still don't get it. I still don't get how I made him feel the dummy, you know? I mean, I'm. Uh, he's only there for me to put the jacket on for...
1: for uh, and said, <laughs> but that's but that's it's precisely why, because he's thinking that you're just using me just to put the dummy, just to put the sorry the, the Absolute, jacket on. Yeah, that's how you um, think <laughs> Well, me. even though you oh. are, but you're still making it for him. Exactly, yeah, so. exactly Lee. I
2: thought I'm doing this for yeah, you. Yeah. I mean, yes, I want to know how yeah. to do it. And I want to make it fit you. And you come to mm. me thinking you're the dummy as if you've got no and I thought what, what what you know, yeah. what are we here? So um
1: yeah. That, no, that it's, point.
2: yeah, it caught me really by <laughs> I thought, what? And, um, yeah. but, but uh, yeah, so.
1: But he's well, going to be happy it, with the finished garment, though. That's that's for sure. You know, first bespoke well, suit. There's a lot of sweat and tears to, and stitches.
2: Well, yes, you know, I mean, we were going to go to a party and he was supposed to be wearing it for the party. But obviously with the contretemps that I have had, it was a bit, you know, the impasses that, that have happened. It didn't
1: quite pan mm. out, yeah. But, yeah.
2: um, you know, Christmas once it's party, finished, maybe
1: Christmas party, maybe you know.
2: Yeah, well, 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 actually, you know. I don't know if
1: they're, they're talking about at the moment with the government whether they're going to stop Christmas parties from going ahead. That's the, the latest at the moment, anyway. So, whatever knows? it
2: is, he's going to put that jacket on, even if he has to go to the pub and watch Chelsea <laughs> play because it is, blue. It's not Chelsea blue, oh, it is blue.
0: One way or another, you're both going to get your satisfaction with that coat, huh?
2: That's well, it. Yeah, that's because, it. <laughs> you know, the, the thing is, I did ask him because he came to the pockets. Uh, I wanted to do a different kind of pocket, but he wanted to have. Remind me again. What the is patch it pocket? It? Patch pocket. Oh, uh, patch, okay. Yeah. I, he wanted patch pocket. I wanted to put.
1: The flat.
2: Flat pocket. But he didn't. So I thought, okay, I'll do this for you because you want the jacket just like so, you know. He picked the blue. I wanted to get gray, but you wanted blue so um you know then it's 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 one of those things that um making this jacket for him the way you want it and he comes up with you know i feel like a dummy well you know well
0: it sounds like he has a lot of input for a dummy
1: yeah (laughs) he's
0: telling you wants patch pockets he's choosing the cloth
2: yeah you know and then he said oh the army feels a little bit like this and i said yes because you know it's not yet fully stitched in and um he says oh the oh the threads keep attacking him, and I said, "Yes, <laughs> you need to be careful. It's not you know, it's holding together. Until yeah. I take that it sounds off like again. a fussy
1: customer to me. Like oh, he is a little, yeah, means. he is a bit. He is a bit. <laughs> um, but um, uh, but you know, what I, I have to commend you because you know, you you took this jacket on and you was only doing a making course, and you you was making it actually for like I say, your husband, and <laughs> you make it. It's like you making it for a customer." finished article well, within the fittings these, and everything. So well, you've, done, you've done really well.
2: No, absolutely. Yeah, really I mean, well. if I'm going to go and do it, you know, it is having to set myself, you know, my mind up. If I was going to do this for Joe Blocks that comes in, Joe Blocks yeah. is going to ask, and it's my task to make this jacket look just so. In fact, it needs to yeah. look even better than just so. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And, um, because I want to also show off what I can do. It's not just, yeah. you know, just sewing it for, you know, I'm going to sew a exactly. jacket now, you know. You aimed um, high,
1: you aimed high, and it paid off.
2: Yeah, because I was showing to Lee, for instance, you know, I mean, when I, when I was in the cloth, they um, didn't send enough the line, the same colour lining, and uh, to do the pocket, <laughs> the inside pocket, I was saying to him, Shall I do it at the lining of the of the sleeve? Shall I do it the blue lining of the of, of the line? Oh, I'm going to do this. Let me show it to you. And photo, 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 photo. And I thought, my God, this man is going to be kind of like, woman, stop sending all of these photos. Make your mind up.
1: Yeah. Um, no, it was fine. It was uh, fine. I get it all the time. I'm used to it now.
0: What point right now is the jacket at for this? So you've done, we're, we're nearing the end of your four-month course, right? Yes. What's the what point's the jacket at right
2: now? The jacket is I am finishing one buttonhole and I am going to sew the button tonight and I'm going to sew the buttons on so that when Lee comes here Thursday next
1: next yeah this Thursday yeah
2: This Thursday he is going to be presented with something that he is going to
1: a finished evaluate. jacket. Yeah, I will evaluate it and um and he, yeah, yeah and we'll see how we evaluate. get on from there give us some pointers of how to move forward for her next jacket we will make her make up a plan going a forward for what plan. she wants to do yeah and, um, and point she will be is, presented yeah. with a certificate that yeah. she will uh, be proud of i'm sure
2: and he will be bringing a proper dummy so he can put hang yeah. the jacket on and take pictures of.
1: exactly i like the way you said proper dummy there and you wasn't referring to <laughs> your, your husband <laughs> because that that wouldn't be good that would be good <laughs>
2: no no it's um yeah but it's it's because i was talking to you before you called as well because actually Lee, do you want me to take all the shall i take all of the the the, the, the um
1: base you know, stitching the, and stuff the
2: base stitching on, on it yeah i'm going to take on um, half of the jacket off but oh, i need to press it as well so i'll press it and i'll leave the other one so he can see what i actually have done yeah, so see, he's got something yeah, yeah. to evaluate you know, have I put it in the right place? Have, you know, what is it looking like? And yeah.
0: Yeah. And so you'll actually also cover the pressing and everything, right? That's, I mean, that's the...
1: Yeah, that's in the t- oh, yeah. tutorials as well. Pressing and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So...
2: Yeah. What kind of materials to use? What kind of props to use? Um And then I've been sending to Lee, I don't have this. Can I use this? This is my prop. This is the, you know, the alternative to... And it's been working.
1: Yeah. That's the big thing. Yeah, But, you know, and um, so, yeah, so yeah, it's been that's good. Right. Yeah. It's been a long journey. Yeah, it
0: sounds like it's been a really good journey for the both of you. You've probably learned both a lot about, you, it sounds like, Lee, you've learned a lot about <laughs> what you're doing right and what how you can make things better for your course and all. And then it seems like Beatrice is really.
1: Yeah, that's a good thing about Beatrice. She's um, very upfront and open. And that's what yeah. I, like, I like about her because, I've always said to her, like, at any part, just tell me if there's something that needs to be improved or if you're not happy about something, because it's good to get feedback, right? So, yeah. you know, going forward, what to do. So now I know, okay, I'm going to have to film another jacket process of a plain one this time as well. So at least there's two options, you know? So, yeah, it's it's uh, in the process as we speak. Yeah, but, um, yeah it's great. So there's, there's that you can look on as well.
2: Because the thing is, on, 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 you know, the tutorial that Lee's done, what I've noticed is um, he's putting, at the very, very beginning, he's putting new. And I'm thinking, I need to go back to the very beginning and see what is the new part mm. that um, I hadn't seen before, which is probably what he has Yeah, updated. always
1: updating. Yeah, there's always yeah. stuff that's going to be updating. So there would always be, like I'm doing... Um, waistcoats on there in the new year and trousers as well uh i've got a very good uh colleague of mine friend he's a very good trouser maker and he's he's gonna give me some nice nice juicy tips going forward so i shall be doing some um videos on that um cutting trousers and making trousers so yeah i've got some interesting things coming up in the new year so um, with you beatrice all you need to do is jump back on and you know uh check out the latest updates on there and you'll see
0: yeah so how does that work so you
1: have a portal
0: or how does it work that you pay the for the four-month course and then you have an all-access pass essentially
1: well you pay for the four-month course and you have access pass for the next couple of months after that and then if you wish to um say like you know in eight months time or whatever she decides oh i might want to do some trousers now i want to do this or as long as she contacts me and says what she wants to do, if I've got it uploaded on the course platform, then mm-hmm. I can give her access to it and we can, you know, sort out um, an extra rental fee for yeah. however yeah. long she wants it for, you know. So yeah. um, that's generally how it, how it would work, you know. That's really nice.
2: Yeah, which, is, which yeah. is, you know, which I've been speaking to Lee about this because obviously until I, I'm kind of like settled... Um, I won't be able to do much because
1: I'm kind of like wandering. Yeah, you've got you've to got, uh, sort out your um, space so that you're able to work comfortably yes. first, right? So yeah. once you get settled. So I don't know how you managed to do it because you've been moving house, moving job. She's had a lot going on and she's still been able to make a bespoke jacket. That's amazing. <laughs> yep, and, and I can say, no, only, not only you listen well and I you, like I say, you've always got that positive, good energy vibe no matter what happens. I've talked to you sometimes and you've been so stressed out that your day. It's like as soon as we switch on, she has a deep sigh and she's like, oh, I've done some muppetry today. I'm like, Okay, what's happened? <laughs> let's <laughs> let's get it all out. What's <laughs> happened today? Just tell me all your problems yeah. and then quite in a bit where she's laughing and she's smiling and she's joking. So mm. you know, she she's always positive. That's what I like about her and I think with the attitude that she's got, it's always carried her through To actually finish and complete this jacket, you know, and, you know, I I commend her for that. Like I say, in this industry, it's only mainly women that can do that. You know, imagine, you know, if I even talk about myself, if I'm moving house, yeah, and I'm changing job, everything else is stopping. I haven't got time to do nothing else apart from concentrate on that, let alone do a course. Yeah, we can't multitask like women can. (laughs) So, I think, you know, Beatrice has done an amazing job.
0: Thank you for listening to Common Threads, produced by Artifacts. Make sure to visit our website at discoverartifacts.com and subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, we'd appreciate a rating. Or even better, if you'd simply share the show with a friend. Until next time.